Welcome to Caffeine Confessionals. This is the Double Agents Episode 2 Recap. My name is Alan Aguirre. This is my lovely Canadian partner, Miss Nikki Sin. Hello, hello. How's and, your Wednesday night going? Uh, pretty good. It's, it's, it's pretty late for me here. <laughs> it's very dark and very cold. Uh, it's been like that. Now. It's been like that since 5 p.m. here. Dark and snowy? Oh, no, not snowy. I've never seen snow in my life. I, that baffles me. I live in the Los Angeles area. The coldest it really ever gets here is like 50. Like sometimes it gets into the 40s. As a whole, though, like the only time it's ever been 40 in my life, it's like been at like 3 a.m. when you're asleep. That's crazy to me. I'm purposely um, just a few days after Christmas driving to British Columbia to be like closer to like snowy mountains. I I want to see snow. At the same time, there's a lot of stuff about snow that I'm just not physically ready for. I'm like a snow virgin at this point. <laughs> or like, you know, you've seen video. I've seen videos of people like in snow and stuff like that. I've been like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. I've seen the movie Cool Runnings. You know, okay. snow is cool. It's supposed uh, to be like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's just that like, how do you drive in the snow? Like, what type of clothing are you supposed to wear? We have snow tires. We have like specific tires made for snow. Oh God, do do my do like does that does that like happen? Is there a button in my car where I push it and my tires turn into snow tires? No, you have to specifically buy the tires, or you have to buy like all season tires. And we wear like I we really do wear. I'm gonna sound so Canadian. We really do wear like parkas and toques. Wow. Yeah. I've never even worn a park like that. Like that concept isn't even the thing. Most times I wear like a sweater and then I take off the sweater once it gets to like 10 a.m. I'm just like waddling around like Baby Yoda or like Maggie on The Simpsons when she's in like that snow starsuit thing. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a real thing. Now that we've talked about this snow, let's talk about this episode. Uh, what did you think yeah. of it as a whole? I I really liked it. I know I was seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter where people were like, I didn't like this episode. They're going to like turn it into like whatever total madness was. I really liked it. I I thought there was a lot of like really funny parts. Um I think that they they showed more people this time, like more of the cast members rather than just all Anissa. I Not agree. Not that I don't love seeing Anissa, but I I overall great episode. This episode was made for someone like like me or you, and that like we write about the show, we cover it in such a way that you see these relationships building, and you see the politics side of the game, and you learn a lot more about it. Last 100%. week, they just threw so much stuff at us at 100 miles an hour that didn't have any depth to it, really. And when you get hit with all that stuff, you're like, wow, this is all really good, because there's so much being thrown at me. I'm thoroughly entertained that you don't really get a second to think about was this actually good? Yeah, I really like this ep that this episode seemed like more of a, a jog than a sprint. You know what I mean? Like the, everything isn't coming at us in such a at such a fast pace. And especially if if you're like a newer viewer, 
than last week's episode must have just been a lot. This one, uh, you, you sort of see how they develop social connections to play yeah. a better political game. This week, uh, this episode as a whole was slower, but I enjoyed it, and I think it sets the pace for the rest of the season a lot more. My guess is that as the season goes on, as the cast gets trimmed down, we're going to get sped up a lot more. And you're also going to see it slow down at the same time. So especially once you get those players who are going to get eliminated that episode, when they get that edit where they finally care about them, we're going to see them shown. I'm excited. (laughs) Moving into the actual episode itself, we opened up with Natalie picking her new partner or choosing to stay with Wes. And she chose to stay with Wes, which I think disappointed most people. Uh, yeah, except for Wes. <laughs> disappointed most people except for Wes. <laughs> I mean, I think it would have been smarter for Wes if Natalie picked a new partner and been like, yeah, Wes is our alliance. He's our partner. He's our ally, too. Because yeah. then you spread yourself across two teams, and that gives you more voting power. It's a very short-sighted move. I mean, Natalie is a very strong social strategic player. This was just a twist that she probably was not ready for just yet. You kind of don't want to be the first person to jump in like that. I I find that, at least with last episode and this episode, people aren't really making strategic moves that are long-lasting. It's sort of like, okay, how can I just like survive the week? I think that's the name of the game sometimes, though, because you're, sometimes your time just gets cut short in this show, and you'd rather make that move. Again, this cast is so different in that it's so wide open, and there's no number one contender. Even with Lolo Jones, she isn't you know, strong on the social side of the game or the political side of the game. There's no one that feels like they're dominating. You can make the argument for Cam, but even then there's still some weaknesses, some holes in her game. Yeah, but I really like seeing her develop her her gameplay every season. She's definitely improved, and I think she is playing the game that Wes wish he was right now. I know. Poor thing. Poor Poor gingerbread man. (laughs) Next up, we have Cam, CT, and Wes kind of talking about how Cam is playing a scared game. In reality, it's not a scared game. I think it's a threatened game where she sees them for what they are, as in like champions who should get targeted because they have won a lot and they have been to a lot of finals. The yeah, fact they're calling, yeah. This it's the not fact a scared game, scared. it's defensive. Yeah, it's a smart game. Scared is the wrong word because they are obvious that you know Cam making these moves is making her a big target at the same time it's the right moves yeah i think she's she's going for more like of a defensive strategy rather than like offensive because if you you come off like too much on this show sometimes it it comes back to bite you agreed and i think that you know people are attacking both west and cam for the wrong reasons People are attacking Cam because she went for CT, and people idolize CT, and Wes just using the word scared was a bad choice on his part. However, he's not wrong in the game she's playing. He's not completely wrong. I think that he was like, oh, like, Cam's playing a scared game. Like, all these girls are, like, afraid of Natalie. 
they haven't had anyone really say that. Like, like you're not Wes and Natalie didn't go into elimination last week because of Natalie. They went in because of Wes. Like the the expectation was that both teammates would go home, not that it was going to be a surprise production. <laughs> Only the women go home. Yeah, Wes is the master of the narrative creation, where if you say it enough times, then like enough people will start to believe it. At they, the same time, it. at the same time, he is brilliant in those ways, but it makes him really susceptible to getting just dunked on by social yeah. media. Then we have the daily challenge, which was players jumping into a freezing ocean, going to get a block of ice, then taking that block of ice, swimming back over to a station where they would have to break the ice, grab a capsule that is inside the ice, and then put it in another player's dock, I guess I'll say. And there were players had three docks. And once all three are filled in, you are eliminated. They have done a similar challenge like this on Survivor, where you answer trivia check, like trivia questions, and then you cut someone's ropes, something similar. Uh, I love did... it. Yeah, I love, Expo- I love this challenge expose, too. Expose like all these like little alliances and like see who who has the power in the house. Also, uh, I just want to point out uh, Nicole didn't seem to know that ice floats. She, are we gonna get That's... a boat to bring the ice back? And like, no, <laughs> ice floats. And she was like, oh, oh. I'm sure she knows that it does, but like they they did her. I, I'm not obviously I'm not a Nicole fan. If you've um, you know met me, um, but they did her a little bit dirty with that. I just know that when Nicole went back to the house, she got a glass of water, dumped an ice cube in there, and just had her mind explode. Yeah, it was like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> they, they don't teach you that in Staten Island school. They just don't. That's one of those like questions where you get it on like who wants to be a millionaire and because you've been doing it your whole life, you've never like considered the fact like wait, what does ice do because you just it just floats. Yeah, it just it's... does. It's just been a thing since you were born. It's one of those mix-ups. Like, the other day, my friend's like, yeah, I was doing a, a handstand. I was like, oh, a headstand. And she's like, no, a handstand. I'm like, isn't it a headstand? And she's like, no, I was using my hands. I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. In this daily challenge, they really want their players to die because I don't know if they learned from last season when Nelson, Kayla, and Dee almost got hypothermia. But again, we had a player, like, quit we're not quit, but like be medically taken out because they were too cold. And that was Michi this time around. That was, and it's kind of crazy because I thought, I thought Gabby was going to be out because they showed her, um, she was like, I can't breathe in here. Like she was like struggling, but Leo really had her back. And you know that, that I, you know, I love I, partner support like that. Yeah. He was like, I you love can do that it. Team. I you love know? that duo so much. So underestimated, I feel. They're a combined 240 pounds, about maybe 10, 10 and a half feet. Badassery. I love it. And the team that won this challenge was Anissa and Fessy because no one was putting any pieces in their docks. Which, which makes sense. 
Yeah, I I guess it kind of just seemed like a big a big mess once it like got down to like the final five teams where like the the first thing they did was take Wes and Natalie out, which you know I, w- wasn't super shocking to me. But then once it got down to like the final five teams, like they're all asking Fessy like, oh, where should I put this one? Well, where should I put this one? It's well, you p- get a team out. Don't you want to win? Fessy's killing it. I mean, from the political side of the game, he he's got the whole Big Brother Alliance. He's got the Team Young Bucks Alliance. Some of the men are just too afraid to cross him because he's a physical beast. He was covered on all sides for this challenge. What I think is important to note is that these daily challenges, if they put them in late in the season, they are terrible because they allow a player to get teamed up on like Wes and Natalie did and just have no shot at winning. And it kind of ruins the integrity of the game of like having a fair shot. However, early in the season, it's the best because people are forced to make moves, make allegiances, really just show their ass. And, oh, it's just fun for us to watch the like social and political carnage that occurs. I love you it. You just see people getting angry, like Devin and Nicole getting angry at Darrell. And I'm like, Devin, you're not going to do anything to Darrell. What? What are you going to do to Darrell? Tell me. <laughs> what? I mean, that's your moment. That's your moment. You get angry at Darrell, and you hope to get a rival season with Darrell as your partner, if anything. Oh, yeah. That, that was Marie with Kara for Final Reckoning. She willed that into existence. And that was smart. That was, <laughs> that was a smart move on her part. <laughs> I'd get in there and be like, I hate Darrell. Just the worst, you know? Not a nice guy. Terrible player. Uh, I think I'm going to target him this season. He's like, well, why don't you like me? And I'm like, I'm trying to get rivals. I'm trying to get you as a rivals partner. If you... That's Brittany Thornton in every confessional ever. Oh. <laughs> you know I can't stand her either. Too messy. Well, Fessy and Anissa winning this is also an added thing of interest because they are also the only team who knows about the winner's twist where you get to see who everyone voted for. Nobody else knows this yet, or maybe I'm not sure as they know it yet. What what throws me off though is this isn't the first time that they've had the secret vote. Like, remember they had the one where they're like, oh, it's a secret vote. And then once they got to elimination, all their little like platforms lit up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from Final Reckoning, I agree. But I would, I would, they don't, they don't know that the winners it. get to see them all. Maybe they only know that the winners get to see who got voted in rather than everyone who voted for them. Okay. I would still. I mean, there's the scene later on where Kyle lies about who he voted for (laughs) proudly in the room with Fessy in it. (laughs) Just, why? Why why did he think that was, he's like, yeah, I have this master plan. I'm going to go around and tell everyone in the house I didn't vote for them. But but what for? (laughs) But you did this for what, you know? But I, I am, I'm one of the, the lonely Kyle fans. Because I like Kyle from, like, Jordy Shore. I, I love Kyle, too. I think he's hilarious. I think he adds so much to the show. And I do think it's funny that both he and Nani don't want each other as partners, despite nope. being 
one of the first pairs to like pair up to be like hey you want to be my partner yeah this is gonna be great and then they both had this moment it was almost like the night after hooking up and you just look at the person in your bed and you're like i don't know about this like was this the best idea (laughs) can i get an uber now Nani's like he was tall he had tattoos it was in the moment oh nani we've all done it (laughs) we've all done it you had to play a game of like is is he hot or is he just tall with tattoos and let me tell you kyle's both i'm attracted to kyle <laughs> he's british too come on it's just it's just so funny because on paper they have a good team they're a good pair and they just don't want each other for i think mostly the same reason they don't think each other could win yeah like they they've both been to finals they both finished finals. I do like that Kyle keeps saying, oh, nobody here has beat me in a final. And just like waving it around like, Kyle, you've been to like, you've been to like two finals. Yeah, and like and the, the only person here who's been a final with you is like Corey and Fessy. That's not saying much. It, it just so happens that there's only two people that were in a final with you there. He did was there too. Oh, you're right. He did technically beat Cam on the Vendetta's final, I guess. And Leroy. All right, you know what? There, okay. there, there's some, there's some meat to this sauce. Okay, a little bit of spice for it, you know. Okay. What we also got in this episode was Fessy just living in the moment, just doing his little dance in front of all the girls, taking button, taking his shirt off. And the best part was he didn't take the shirt all the way off. He no, took it just, like he took it like half just off. A few buttons, you know, just a little. Just trying to trying to get a, a discount on some drinks or something. You know? It would have it was a real eight out of ten showing. It would have been eleven out of ten if you took the whole shirt off. I just for me, Fessy's too muscular for me to find like to be attractive to him. I don't think he's an unattractive man. You know, he definitely like this season is like Haley who? <laughs> Never heard of her. <laughs> I did really like Teresa's Teresa's line where she's like, this is most personality seen from him. It was a very good jab by Teresa, who has really not gotten an edit this season, despite being a big return. We haven't yeah. seen a lot of people this season. We haven't seen either of the Ambers, much from Liv, much from Michi. I mean, we saw Michi die, but that was about it. Haven't seen a lot from Jay either. There's so many people on this cast that aren't getting shown it and it's frustrating to me because they they sort of gave us like a teaser where nani was like yeah i haven't really talked to Teresa since we like had beef on the last season that we did together and i was like okay so we're gonna get to see them like like talk to each other nothing and what's funny is that on twitter all these people will get happy like oh yeah Darrell clocked west when he made this comment about west not being a baller because west talks about how much money he has and real ballers don't do that, which is hilarious. Yet those moments are so fleeting and so far in between that we don't really feel like we're getting these characters. And I, yeah. I hate I hate these one elimination and episode seasons. And I know that MTV wants to hold on to these cast members for as long as they can based on what they're paying them to be there. Oh yeah. But like, I think about a season like worth. I think about a season like free agents 
and they had two eliminations in an episode. And even though you would lose good people every week, like a Dustin or a John A or someone like that, the fact that there were less people at the end really lets you like get these people screen time. They deserved and earned their screen time where you remember that season for like, oh yeah, Kahata really impressed me. Preston really impressed me. Devin, all these like people, the, the good Devin, Devin Simone, you know, all these people where they got the screen time because they earned it. And I don't feel like you get that in these seasons with so many people on the cast. Yeah, and, and also like what you lose in cast members by having more than one elimination a week, you, you gain in viewers. Yeah, because I think a lot of people's favorite thing about the challenge is eliminations. It's the best yeah. part. I mean, sometimes you just tune out in the daily challenges themselves, even if they look cool. Oh, this daily challenge, I could not tune out because uh, <laughs> the minute TJ's like, to start, you and your partner are going to dive into this freezing cold water. And I just immediately was like, no, I would not just look at TJ and be like, I tell you what we're not doing. First thing we're going to do is disqualify Nikki and her partner because one, can't swim. Two, that, that looks cold. I'm my well thing was with the uh, Canadian snow, but you don't wear a parka in the water. So my thing was I had uh, some some gifts and some videos ready of people being very cold, just waiting for someone to fail, and so I could tweet that out in a video. <laughs> and unfortunately, that was Michi. I'm sorry that was you, Michi, but it had to be someone. Shout out to Fessy, who they were like, Michi needs a medic. Fessy's like, all right, bet. <laughs> Especially, like, I'm winning this daily challenge and I'm the medic. Yeah! <laughs> like, oh my god. That's why nobody's putting, uh, a, like, a piece in his docket. No, it's because you can't lose the medic. It's true. We also never, we just got no follow-up on that. Just no follow-up. They were like, okay, like, yeah, Michi's, like, really not doing well. I don't know if he's going to be able to continue. I'm like... So anyways, uh, Nam's hot. Let's talk about that. <laughs> like, yeah, Lolo is going crazy over now. And it's so funny because Lolo is a virgin and she is ready. Like, she apparently has not met a man before Nam. Actually, I don't think I've ever met a man like Nam himself, so I don't blame her either. I, you know what? He, we're all rightfully thirsting over him. I'm going to have a, a sip of this right now as we talk about him because. People always tweet, like, That's... I'm willing to risk it all for this man. Or I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm willing to risk it all. Lolo is the literal definition of that right now. Yeah. Because she's kept herself a virgin for 38 years on the straight and narrow, which is crazy because Olympians have, like, the craziest libidos of all time, like, scientifically. Also, and... she's super hot. Oh, yeah. Add that in. And now she gets a Nam as a partner who's just a consummate good man who is hilarious and endearing. I don't even know if he knows what show he's on, yet he is a smoke show for us. He he really is. But I would like to know, like, on my little, uh, my usual social media creeping, who, who's Lolo spending some Christmas time with uh, but Nicole? There's a picture of her and Nicole, each holding a dog, wearing little, like, Christmas onesies. With a Christmas tree in the background. What's uh, what's going on here? I'm nosy. Nam to Nolo, Nam to Lolo. My bad. Not Nam yeah, to but Nolo. Nolo. Yeah, 
Now to know to look to look <laughs> okay. to, Nam to Nicole is the biggest downgrade all time. Oh, Nam, he he seems like such a nice guy. Just genuinely, I, he doesn't want to hurt Lolo in any way. He, I don't think he's interested in her at all, in that way. Yet he doesn't want to hurt her, and he doesn't want any volatility. And he's going to be a good guy. I hope he's on for many seasons. Actually, I don't know that yet because right now all I know is he's he's hot and he's a physical specimen, but we don't know if he's a good competitor yet. Well, then I do hope he is on many seasons because. <laughs> I love how Wes was like, I'm not even going to waste your time. He's a good-looking man. And I was like, yeah. you know what, Wes? You're right. You're right. He's he's beautiful. Yeah, Wes is like pitching him like, all right, let's get your OnlyFans going. Let's get you in a beta it box works. incubator. It worked. <laughs> they have started an OnlyFans. I, and I, let, I would like to brag. Um, I taught Nam what simping is. Ooh. He didn't know what it was, and I, like, commented on his Instagram picture, because um, I'm thirsty as fuck, and I'm like, I was like, hey, I'm like, I, I, I'm simping for you. And he's like, I, I don't know what that means. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, let me know. Let me just tell you right now, um, from my perspective, it's pathetic that I'm saying this, <laughs> especially on social media, but here's what it is. So, I, so obviously, I like, sorry, no, that- Jay. Our, our social media love affair is over. That that moment for me was uh, on Twitter. I think I one time replied like a few years ago to Brianna LaQuesta. Like I like I think I tweeted her like I would drink your bath water. I I adore that woman. And not only did I so I sent that, and she and... replied, "Do it." And then I threw my phone under my bed and I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> I could tweet her. We're still following each other. No, her and I follow each other. I can get you that you know? bath water. Yeah, I know. She she went she one time DM me after an article I wrote about her. She's like, this is really nice. This is really cool. And I was like, oh my god, I feel loved right now because I love that girl. I think she's hilarious. I wish she'd come back on the challenge. She she didn't get really a fair a fair shot. She would not be good. She would not be good. But we need to get her on like a X on the Beach type show. I, I heard Ashley Mitchell is going to be on X on the Beach, so. She that stays in her bag. She stays in her bag. Oh, Ashley? Yeah. Uh, all the power to her. Next, we have on the list Wes pitching himself to Fessy and the Young Bucks that he can be their janitor and then somehow in the next 10 to 15 seconds be like, also, if you don't like me in the role of janitor, I do have experience in the role of CEO. Just zero to 100, so quick with that. And he's like, oh, he's like, you know, you know, bring me on as like a janitor, like like an intern. Or I could just make all the decisions for you. He sees himself as uh, Matt Damon <laughs> in oh. Goodwill Hunting. He's like, I can be your janitor and then write these equations on the wall for you. <laughs> oh, I mean, to his credit, he was pitching this to Nelson, Fessy, and Corey, who um, aren't like the brightest crayons in the box, based on their their edits. I don't know; they could be very smart. Sorry, not Nelson, Scuba Nelly. He's got a new nickname, apparently. Um, 
So that's, I, I'll give it to Wes there. I can see why he'd be like, or how about I come up with the ideas for you? So I guess <laughs> CT was like, don't, no, like, stay away from me. You just have to love that Wes, like, he hits that groveling and he like kind of, he's like, okay, maybe I'm actually doing something here. Now let's flip it. Now I'm in control. Wes is the person who's like, when you go into an interview, try and flip it and try to interview them. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never get that right. <laughs> I'm like, let me ask them a bunch of questions. And they're like, I have other candidates to get to. Do you, <laughs> do you mind? I'm like, yeah, Wes? but why do, you, why do you want me to have this job? <laughs> if Wes was smart, he'd be pitching them like actual business ideas. He's like, yeah, I'll get you a job at Betablocks. You could have a house near me. He's like, you could, you could, you could hang out with my dog, Bootstrap. Didn't he? Didn't him and like Swaggy work together? I think he does own five percent of whatever Swaggy does. Yeah, he was an early right. investor. See, he could help. <laughs> Wes is a smart guy when it comes to stuff like that. Really underrated. Yeah. And now on to a really big part of the show. And it was Big T just wanting nothing to do with Joseph. AKA Jay, AKA Jacob. Uh, he, I, I felt bad because I'm like, wow, they, they're giving Joseph like a goofy edit. And then, you know, well, Allie Evans pointed out on Twitter, she's like, well, in order to get a goofy edit, you have to do something goofy. And I was like, well, it's a the little orange or green hat fits. Can't remember what color hat Goofy wears. Uh, From his cardio exercises to his sleeping in the club, his abs to bringing circuit. out to bringing out mustard before the elimination. Oh, jo when I wrote my player preview about Joseph, I I called him a self-made individual, and he's a self-made individual because. He likes himself and beats to his own drum. Old Colonel Mustard, yeah. <laughs> Not sure if he beats to other people's drums as much, and that's a problem. I think that one of the biggest one of the biggest burns I got to hear this week was I so I watched the show and I watched it with my family. And my stepdad's like, What show is this guy from? I was like, Oh, he's from America's Got Talent. He's like, as a clown? What was, <laughs> oh what was my his God. talent? I was like Oh. Joseph did have some good moments. I mean, in that he tried to go for Wes. He tried to show some, you know, heart. And then he just got dunked on over and over again by the edit and by this game. I feel not so bad for him because Big T herself was the biggest John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith hater. Love it. <laughs> I mean, she got him voted into the elimination via the house vote, which was genius. Because I loved it. Yeah, she'll get a new partner out of it. She's just yeah. She was she was smart with it, and I felt bad because, like, Joseph's like, oh, I don't know if I can trust you, like, you know. But how can Big T trust Joseph when he was already telling, like, Nelson at them? He's like, yeah, yeah, I want to go in. And, I hope he doesn't come back. But it really could have screwed over Big T because what if 
What if TJ was like, okay, it's, you know, it's a double elimination. It's men and women. Yeah, that, the I mean, big that could be going in. If they did it, or if it was like female double elimination, male elimination, that would be actually kind of interesting to see, to see how people operate. I think, I think that's going to, I really feel like that's going to happen because like TJ seems to be like building up where he's like, oh, he's like, and this is a really big one because it's a men's elimination. <laughs> I think he's. I think it's. I think it's going to happen. I'd also like to point out one of my favorite moments um, this episode, which you probably won't hear me repeat, but was something that Devin said. Oh, was it about Nicole and not being able to understand? He's like, oh, I don't she says? have a. I have no clue what she's saying. <laughs> like, I have no clue. It, my partner is is a is a physically built infant. And I was like, I've never laughed at anything this man has ever said, but that was funny. Devin made some points. No, I, Devin used to be a lot funnier before he became obsessed with bananas. One of my favorite moments. I think who, in a recent article, I called him Big Mini Johnny. Because I mean, he's bigger than Johnny, but he's not like Johnny either. Okay, that's fair. Uh, and they got into a fight, and Devin yelled at him. It's like, oh, yeah, you want to show me? How about you go into the jungle and pull skulls with me? <laughs> and Vince goes, no, I don't want to pull skulls, <laughs> which is, like, the obvious reaction. But asking someone, like, hey, do you want to go in there and play me in life or death rock, paper, scissors? It's like, just, it's no, top tier. <laughs> Do you want to play some high stakes coin flipping? <laughs> uh, I absolutely do not. If being honest, <laughs> it, I'd really to like that... to see a Big T and Devin interaction now. Now that I think about it, they'd be funny. Oh, he Big was. He has some of the best confessionals. Big T has great confessionals. She kills it every yeah. week. I love it. Love her. This whole this whole plan. She's like, okay, I'm going to make it seem like I don't want him to go in. But I do. And then then we get to the elimination ceremony or the deliberation, sorry. Joseph is like, well, I want to go in against Wes. And they're like, all right, bet. You're the house vote. And he's like, no, well, no I think we should vote Wes in. And then, like, and, and, and then <laughs> Bessie and Anissa can put me in. It's like, why wouldn't you wait until after they vote Wes in? Yeah, Big Big T's like, I don't want Wes as a partner. I don't want that target on me. But, like, why wouldn't they wait and be, like, why wouldn't, if Joseph wanted to go in against Wes, why wouldn't he wait until Wes was the house vote? And then after, like, they're voted in, he's like, Fessy, put me in. Or, like, talk to Fessy before. It's because Joseph is bad. Joseph doesn't know the game. He's bad at the game, and he shouldn't get cast again. Poor kid. Put him on X on the beach or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm good. We could... Oh, he could hope for an America's Got Talent all-star season. I don't see that happening. <laughs> In the clown next, division? Next we have CT... I mean, not CT. Fessy and Anissa getting upset over the fact that T and Joseph voted in instead of Wes and Natalie. He sees that Kyle has voted. 
for Big T and Joseph. Thus, he decides that I'm going to throw Kyle in for snaking me like this. This was so stupid. This was so dumb. This is what I don't understand. So the logic here is that they want Wes and Natalie to go in because they want Wes, who's a champ, to be eliminated. Thus, what would happen is that Natalie would then, in theory, be partnered with CT. You want CT and Natalie as a team? I don't think that really matters, though, because you could just house vote them into elimination again and just keep taking shots at them as many times as you can, really. I don't know. I thought I thought it was dumb, but but Kyle looked shocked. Shocked and appalled. I don't think Wes and CT or Natalie having strong partners really matters in this game because it matters more about connections and getting a Leroy or a Cam or a Fessy as a partner matters more because they have a lot of connections in the game and it's a house vote at the end of the day. It's not a last place goes into elimination vote. I like that format. I do too. It's just the house vote. It allows you just to like bully someone and just throw them in a bunch of times via the house vote. We saw it happen to CT on Rivals. Uh, Wes and Kenny did it to Darrell on Fresh Meat too, but he was out the first one. Happened to Jay last season. Just a long history of that happening to people via the house vote. I'm not a big fan of house votes because I don't think you should inherently have power for existing. I agree. But, but also the issue, if if last place in the daily challenge immediately went in, people would just start throwing it so they could like have a chance to get their their skull. Their gold skull, not their red skull. Is that a bad thing, though? Is that like a terrible thing? No. Because you could throw in someone strong against them and then kind of screw them over. Which, which is what happened to Joseph. <laughs> And Kyle He's gets like, thrown in. You know who I want. That's <laughs> like, yeah, I know who you want. So Kyle. <laughs> and Nani was just coasting because Nani doesn't want to be with Kyle. Big T doesn't want to be with Joseph. So like, they may as well just handed some like Cosmos over to, to like Nani and Big T. Big T, was active. Big T was actively cheering for Kyle. Oh, yeah. She was, like, pre-popping champagne for, like, when Kyle won. The elimination was a pole wrestle type game, where instead of a pole, they used a circle slash cylinder type object. They went at it pretty hard, in my opinion. In the end, Kyle won pretty dominantly. 2-0. It was best out of three. Pretty dumb. For, for Fessy not to take that. He's like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be pole wrestle or hall brawl, so they're obviously not going to put it in. I Even I could see. I, And, you know, I only get the camera view. He had a, a bird's eye view of what it was, and it was a circle, like a ring, in the middle of a, of a dirt pit. What did you what did you think that was? Did you think it was ring toss? Did you think it was like a, a, yeah, a, is it a, a buried is it, is, Sudoku is it, puzzle? Is it, is it horseshoes? Yeah, because like, there there were poles right there that you could theoretically throw it into, so it's a dumb decision by Fessy. At the same time, I don't think getting a school early in the game is the strategy. 
if there are a limited amount because TJ keeps saying there's a limited amount. If you have that skull, that's just going to put a target on you for the rest of the game. But Fassi's already a target because he's so big. Like the only reason he got oh, his no. skull last season was because they put him in against Jordan. Yeah, nobody wants to see him in elimination though. Like nobody actually like wants to actively face him. Yeah, I like if I was him, I would have just went in. I, I think as a whole, it's just better to wait on it. Especially last season. We saw like Kyle did nothing and then reaped the rewards by just grabbing his skull at the end. As he does, and I love it. <laughs> he he didn't do like Okay, so he said he voted for West, but he didn't really vote for West. And then Fessy's like, fine, you can have a ticket to the final. <laughs> he, he's constantly rewarded for bad behavior. It's amazing, because I shit on him all last season. Like, Kyle's playing terribly, it's awful. And then he goes to the final, finishes in second place. And I'm like, this is, this is awful. This season should not be rewarded. He played awfully, and it just it, it frustrated me. Like crazy, Kyle wins the elimination and then he chooses a new partner. He takes Cam because he's like, well, Cam is one of the most protected players in the game and it's a real big brain strategy. It really, it was a great move. And I honestly, I didn't see it coming. It's what I said last week. I said Natalie should take Leroy and then Kyle did it. So Kyle, once again, shuts me up as a critic of his by making a really smart game move. Yeah, then all, you it, have... all you had to do was defeat um, Mustard's number one fan, Joseph, who said that it stops, it helps with muscle cramps or something. Uh, don't know what that was. And Kyle got to just drag him across the elimination floor. Which is yeah. crazy. What's crazy is that he pukes after and people are like, it's blood. It's like, no, he's just hung over. They're like, Nani's like, it's his dinner. Like, he Not didn't blood. know he was competing. He didn't know he was competing tonight. He just assumed he was good. What I loved about it, which makes me, like, want to hang out with him, is that he, like, threw up, and then right after, he's like, all right, so we're getting beers after this, or what? <laughs> I was like, I love it. He's like, my, my stomach feels good now. I cleared out all the bad. Let's get some good times in. Sometimes you got to do a... Uh... A little purge, you know? Juking rally. Yeah, that's how you pregame. <laughs> yeah. You knock, you knock back shots of water. But I always the people who that. the people who heave and just don't have the courage to just like actively put their hand down their throat to just like get it out of the way. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I'm like I'm not pro anorexia, but I'm pro getting the bad stuff out of you. As someone that has a lot of, like, abdominal problems and vomiting will just, like, make me feel better when I'm ill, just right for it. You also yeah. get the endorphins because your, your, eye, your eye ducts tear up and you get a little bit of adrenaline when you do it, too. Perfect. I'll be ready for anything except eating <laughs> again. Bigger shocker is that Nani gets a new partner in Josh who had to choose between her and Big T. And of course he's picking Nani because Nani's his good friend. Yeah. And she's friend, also apparently. she's also bigger than Big T, which helps, I think, from a physical standpoint. Yeah, Josh has also like competed 
with Nani before. They were like partners for some uh, swimming thing on World of Worlds yeah. too. And I think this pair is pretty terrible on paper because they don't really lift each other up in any way because no. Josh's strengths is like swimming and carrying stuff. And Nani's okay at that stuff, but they're not going to win any mental competition. They'll do fine. I don't know. It's not as good as Kyle because her and Kyle, I think, do have a very similar social game. And I think Nani is overthinking it. And together they would have made a really strong team all season. I think they would have just coasted by the whole time. Yeah. Josh is Josh is more volatile. He puts a target on Nani. He's too emotional. The two of the one of them's gonna get too drunk and get into a fight with somebody. If you watch the trailer for next week, that's already happening. With picking a fight with CT, is it? You gotta like that Josh only punches above his weight. Oh, okay, so... I mean, Josh is playing the strategy of, like, all right, let's get West for a rival season, and if that falls through, I'm going to get CT. Uh, One of the the best moments with this whole rivalry with West was when West was like, I I don't know where this came from. (laughs) My favorite thing was when there were only four people in the game you could nominate for elimination, and... (laughs) And they had to nominate three, and Josh does not get nominated with Wes in control of the tribunal. And he's all like, all right, cool. Just what I wanted. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm shocked I wasn't put up there. Here's the thing. I I don't like Josh on, I think, I don't like Josh on reality TV. I think that he's like the luckiest person. He just like finds his way, like he he didn't win Big Brother, like, again. Yeah, we, we talked about long. this last week. <laughs> yeah. But I think that if I, like, hung out with Josh post-COVID, because, you know, I feel like these Big Brother people party too much during COVID, um, I think I would have fun with him. I think he'd be a good time. I think Josh is someone who I can recognize as a good person, just a great human yeah. being. Me, as an individual would never hang out with Josh. He's just, he's very loud. He's just a lot to take in. He wouldn't Does... last a second with my friends. Just wouldn't last one moment. Oh yeah, my friends and I, we take each other down so hard every yeah. minute of every day. It's just from, nice guy, nice guy, good person. Just wouldn't be my friend. And that's not a bad thing because you know, maybe I'm a terrible person. I can maybe I can admit that, and maybe he's better than me. At the same time, don't like him on my TV screen too much. Don't like him on this game too much because I think he talks out the side of his mouth a little too much. What? I, another he. So there was the whole Bear and Georgia scandal, where uh, Bear released a a sex tape of him and Georgia uh, without her consent. Um, and so Georgia, Georgia, like made a, made a video and put it online where she was like crying and, and, and genuinely upset about, about the situation as she should be. And then Bear made one where he was like, I'm just going to hang myself. And then he posted that. And I guess Josh didn't see the whole thing happening with Georgia because both Josh and Bananas commented on the on the Instagram post that Bear made with that video and were like, listen, man, like, 
if you need to talk to anyone, you know, like it's not worth it to like hang yourself. I'm like, Josh, weren't you like thirsting over Georgia for like two seasons? Yeah, what they what they also don't talk about in that whole stuff is that in the days before, Bear is making fun of Georgia crying about all this stuff. And he's making a farce of the situation like, you know, like this girl is a joke. I never did this, da 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 da. And now suddenly he's trying to get sympathy. And then also he might, and then he goes back to posting his normal bear stuff to make light of the whole situation. It's really disgusting. It is, I don't, I don't know who Bear's PR person is, but like, is it Helen Keller? Because there's not a whole lot going on with that. Like, it's, it's a mess. I think Bear is on a, I mean, it's hard to say he's on a downward spiral when he's been kind of toxic and trash this whole time. It's kind of disgusting, though, from people like Josh, though, because I, I understand that what he was replying to was coming from, like, a good place of, like, just being a human of, like, hey, man, if you're going through stuff, da-da-da-da-da. But he's also Georgia's friend, and it's almost impossible to avoid all the Georgia tweets, all of the social media posts. It's, like, like if you and I, I don't are know what's them, going on. Yeah. He would definitely be seeing them. It's a complete mess, especially if you got to expect that, you know, not only that, but people are probably tagging him with the Georgia stuff because they know he is, he was attached to Georgia for two seasons. Yeah, I, that's, I just, that left a, a sour, sour taste in my mouth. Didn't like that. And then we have the big moment, which is CT gets Big T as a partner. T -T. And for Big T... Big T started with Jacob as her partner, then found out his name was Joseph, then votes Joseph into elimination, and now she has CT as a partner, which is one of the all-time upgrades. That's like yep. when you go to a concert and you have like really terrible seats, and then someone throws up in the aisle, and they give you like really good seats after. I my my brother and I went to a Lana Del Rey concert uh, last year, maybe the year before. Anyways, so we had like we were like way in the back. They were like gifted tickets to us, so we were grateful to just be at the concert. But we're like way at the back, and it's just us two, and then like a, a two girls sitting in front of us, and we're we're really like just like nosebleeds. And security comes up and goes up to these two girls, and he's like, "Uh, you guys want to go to the pit?" And they were like, oh my God, yes. And so we think, you know, he's going to come back up in a minute and be like, okay, now you two. No. I, I, I was sitting, sitting with, with Jesus over in the clouds. What happened uh, when I saw Chance the Rapper at the Greek Theater uh, was a girl, like her friends didn't show up or something. And she had Molly and she took the Molly ate all these cheese fries, and then just hurled them all up. And they moved all the people in like that aisle-ish area to the pit. And that was really cool for them because they got a huge upgrade in seat. I mean, my seat actually wasn't that bad. It was actually pretty good. It was like right down the middle of like the seated area. They go down there. And <laughs> it was it was great for me because they came and like they cleaned it up. They put some powder on it, some dry powder. That made it smell great in the area and then nobody was sitting near us anymore because everyone on this like right side that was like next to us 
was gone. So we had all this leg room for this concert and all this space. It was lit. It was a great concert. I'm just imagining the, the oh, cheese fries uh, salesperson. Just like oh, having yeah, to deal they're, with this they're, girl they're, that was probably like so high and like trying to eat her face the long way. Yeah. Like, no, dude, it was, they, they were steak fries that, I didn't get the ones with cheese on them. I just got the steak fries themselves. Good. And I think they had a little bit of garlic on them too. Oh. Ooh. God, those were like some of the best steak fries I've ever had in my life. And it was at the Greek theater in LA. Oh, I can't wait for Corona to go away. What are you excited to see for next week? I'm excited for this like Josh versus CT drunken mess. I'm 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 ready for it. I love like that's what I missed last season was that they were in the bunker, they like they only really partied in that what looked like something from Harry Potter little bar. And they didn't get to get as as are you the one level wasted as I think they're going to get this season. I want to see you fights. have to you have to be afraid for Josh because CT is in kick ass weight now. Like in that like he's ready to fight. He's ready to kick his ass. His father figure. <laughs> but I I think that CT is uh like emotionally mature enough now to know not to like fight on the show. God, Inferno 2 CT would have murdered Josh. Would have crushed his skull. Josh would have never came back on the show. No, Josh would have would not have come back from the hospital. Man, he not only would he like, I just imagine like someone trying to hold back CT and also getting the wrath of CT in this modern era. Because you remember like the duel two. And the people that were holding back CT from murdering Adam were like Mark Long, Evan, Big Easy, like these guys that are all at least 230 pounds or bigger. And they could barely do it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just trying to imagine Jay and oh. I don't know, even, even Kyle, because Kyle is a big dude, but man, they would just get like Toss to the side if they tried to hold back that CT. They they would get backpacked like bananas. Yeah, my God, that would be crazy. What do you give as a grade for this episode? I give it. I give it uh, eight eight abs out of uh, eight Nam's abs. I I'm give it. it, it a, I'm seven. giving it a perfect store. I'm giving it seven Nam abs out of eight. It is okay. a very solid episode. I enjoyed it a lot. One of my favorite challenge episodes in the last couple of years wasn't exceedingly, you know, amazing. Just was solid across the board. Yeah, it's there wasn't any part of it where I was like, I I guess I could go get a snack now. Like I don't feel like I'm going to miss anything. It felt like a very long episode. I, I, I do give people that comment of people saying, like, wow, this episode's boring, and that the episode did feel like it was, like, a long time, but I was invested the whole way through. Absolutely. I I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm still going to give it eight, eight of Nam's abs out of eight. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this video slash podcast. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy 
uh, all the articles we're going to put up, all the content we're going to put up. Yeah. Subscribe to Caffeine Confessionals on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or just go to our website and have it bookmarked, caffeineconfessionals.com. Do it all. Follow Nikki on Twitter at, at Nikkison or at the Nikkison? At the Nikkison. At the Nikkison. You follow me at the Alanagiri. Uh, I tried to get the at, at Alanagiri. The guy would not relent. I offered him money and Very he said brutal. no. And not only that, but I then offered him a, a, an amount of money that I would not pay just to see if he would say yes. Also said no. Oh, well, I I realized that uh, the porn star, Nikki Sin, which is with two N's, is also the Nikki Sin. Wow. With two N's. And I'm like, okay, well, this is going to cause some confusion for people it did not it definitely caused confusion because jenna jameson follows me and asked me if i want to go to the movies once on twitter and i was like why does jenna jameson want to go to the movies oh she thinks do you you not want to go to the movies with jenna jameson oh i said yes and then i think she realized it was not her friend and she stopped replying (laughs) i'm like all right true (laughs) true what a great anecdote to leave us off on Always, always got them. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this video. Again, subscribe. Thank you again.